The podcast that you're about to hear contains acts of sex and violence. The hosts do not claim to be experts on the subjects that they present. Listener discretion is advised. And welcome back, boys and girls, to Brutal Nation, the podcast series that's dedicated to lesser-known serial killers and acts of true crime. I know, you're impressed, we're back. You didn't think so, huh? You're thinking, oh, that fat bastard took a goddamn day off, probably going to take another week off or something. The hell's wrong with it? But no, no. We didn't take any days off. We gave them two special episodes, you moron. Well, we took that whole week off, and I'm pretty sure that everybody was like, look at these assholes, they didn't, you know, come back. All right, I'm your host, Scott Alexander, and right across from me is the one, the only. You have that freshly fucked look. Just saying. Tammy Underwood. Hi, Tam Tam. Would you know what I look like like that? Because you're all glowing and all happy and shit. <laughs> I slept very good last oh, night. Oh, I'm sure you did. <laughs> Were you, uh, did you get a workout? I kind of did, yeah. <laughs> Nobody's business, but yeah. <laughs> you seem to be in a better mood. <laughs> it's not that I'm in a better I actually slept really well. <clears throat> that is awesome. So here's a problem that I have. When it comes to looking at nurses and doctors from Europe. And that problem is that while the story's good. Yes. And I really want to do them. The, the uh, information is limited. Scratching the surface. Right. Like occasionally we get a little bit of a background story. Like as a child, he was yeah. abducted by a UFO. Yeah, it's something weird. But most of the time it's like, this is what they did. This is how they got arrested. You know, I'm yeah. quit reading. It and depends I'm, on how prolific they were, too. Oh, I yeah. Guess. I, give, I give it that. Like, there was a lot on Shipman. Yeah, there was a lot on Shipman. <laughs> there was a lot on Hogel. Mm-hmm. There, you know, there's been a lot on a few of them. But, but, but then again, Shipman and Hogel had Super Detective and Ultimate Judge hunting no, him down. Hogel and uh, uh, Shipman and. Um, oh, oh, oh. Um, what's his name? I know. We just Nelson? did Nelson? No. No. We just did Neeson. him. Yeah, we just did him recently. He's yeah. from fucking Ireland. Yeah, that was it. Yeah. yeah. I see my cat knocking at the door. That's great. Yeah, well. All right, let's start this one off, boys and girls, for our Medical Monday. This is three stories of death. But of course, because if it wasn't, it wouldn't it would be like it. Everybody had a happy ending and they got hand right. jobs. <laughs> <laughs> and no, you're not in the Twilight Zone. Scott is featuring a Monday t- this time. I know. It's weird, huh? I'm glad that you're here. Come and sit down in my office. How are you feeling? Oh, that is certainly not good. I have just the thing for you. <laughs> As I walk down the hallway to my, to my nurse's station, I can hear them, see them, even smell them. These people disgust me in so many ways. I think that they should all die. They're already dying anyway. I can play with them as well. I can take them to the brink of death and bring them back again. And if I don't save them, oh well, who cares? My first story for you guys today is about a man by the name of Roger Anderman, a.k.a. the Death Keeper. Of Lucerne. We're going to get to that. Hold your horses there. I was giving you the full name. My bad. Shame on you. Go stand. Shame. The Shame. <laughs> go stand in the corner. Go find me an outfit. Uh, a cat no, woman outfit shut for up. your mom. I will get somebody to help me. So anyway, when I think of Switzerland, I think of a lot of things. I think about the Alps, 
bank accounts, and even parts of my own family lineage because I'm Greek and Swiss. My mom's side of the family hails from Switzerland. I also think about the great medical facilities that they have there. What I never thought that was there is a madman lurking, posing as a medical professional. I present to you folks, the Death Keeper. So Roger was born on March 7th of 1969. 69, dude! Oh, dear God. <laughs> In Lucerne, Switzerland. <clears throat> Andermatt, Andermatt, hooked on phonics, Jesus. Andermatt worked as a nurse in various retirement homes in central Switzerland. And when they say central, central Switzerland, by the way, Switzerland's not a big country. It's, I was uh, going to say. It's, it's itty-bitty. So they say central, but it's like, yeah, it's like two blocks to the left. I was going to say, isn't that kind of like Rhode Island? Yeah. Rhode Island's small, too. Holy shit. Yeah. Like, you could casually walk across Rhode Island in, like, I don't know, 15 minutes or something. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a nice little stroll. It's like, oh, I'm in Connecticut. That's great. <clears throat> um, anyway, he also worked in a retirement home in Ekoff in Lucerne, the home of Ekoff. Ekoff? E-I-C-H-O-F, yeah. Ekoff. Ekoff, yeah, that could be it, in Lucerne. The murders were noticed by a rise of deaths in certain homes that he'd worked in. The victims in question's bodies were exhumed and autopsied in 2001. Anderman was also known, by the way, as a dance teacher and a DJ by the name of R.O.G. Chicka chicka wow wow, shake your booty. Nothing? You just no. give me that disgusted look? Yeah. Okay, homie, <laughs> I'm going to be rolling with the rest of this, yo. Carry on. <laughs> Quit trying to act all hip. <laughs> I am hip. You don't have your ghetto card, so. Oh, yes, I do. I'm, I'm totally street and ghetto. Can't no, you tell? No, Anderman was convicted on January 28th of 2005 by the Lucerne Criminal Court for murder, for the murder of, in 22 cases, attempted murder in three cases, and an unfinished murder in two cases uh, with resignation and life imprisonment. Thus, the court's punishment was above the prosecutor's request, by the way, and in particular did not allow the line of defense killing out of sympathy. No, of course not. So they couldn't use that. They go, I killed them out of sympathy. Because we hear that over and over, over again. Over and over again like, in medical cases. Oh, yeah. Well, take, well, shit, Colin, because uh, Colin actually comes up in some of the research that I did. I don't think I mentioned him on here, but I might later. But, um, you know, from Colin to the restaurant, I killed him because I didn't want to see him suffer. Yeah. And then turn around and go, I love to see him suffer. Well, you, you can't have both. You can't. You can't say, you can't. I hate the rain, and oh, I wish it would rain, because that's stupid. Yeah. Dumbasses. On February 15th of 2006, the sentence was upheld at the second hearing. Just two okay. hearings, right? The Lucerne High Court convicted Annamant, but only in seven of the murder cases. The remaining 15 cases were classified as deliberate killings, and I didn't quite understand how that works. Right. There are also three completed and two unfinished killing attempts. So, owing to the high number of the victims, the courts decided to sentence Animant to life in prison. 
Anormak confessed to, to the murders, but claims that he acted out of compassion. See how that fits in? Yeah. They no. shot his defense right like The court itself said, yeah. I don't think so, Dick Cheese. Yeah, so even the prosecution was asking for a lesser sentence. Uh, by the way, I'm using Dick Cheese this one. I, so I heard that. Okay, I was kind of going to roll over it, but thanks for pointing it out. You're welcome. He also complained uh, that he and the nursing team had been overwhelmed with patients. That was his whole reason. And uh, the, the feeling I got, and like I said, there'll be more about him, but a lot of it's just, it's redundant. Yeah. And we could repeat the same thing 10,000 times, but then our listeners would hunt us down. And, and kill us. And kill us. And then yeah. we can't feature him because we'd be dead. Yeah, that's true. You know, so he's saying, hey, we were so overwhelmed. We're just kind of thin in the herd. See, and they say that that is one of the motivations of medical serial killers is, you know, the God complex or... Um, oh, I found an article and we're going to get into... Four classifications of nursing serial killers at the end of this. Really? This is kind of a little special one for me. I did a lot of research on it. Wow. You know what? I'm a little impressed. I'm a little impressed Where'd with this happen? Well, there I was minding my own business. I was covered You never with, mind your own business. I was covered in butter, smacking my <laughs> okay, ass. Ben, I know you weren't minding your own business. And I was thinking to myself, huh, where can I find a Catwoman outfit for Tammy's mom? I hate you. And then, of course, you know... I had to watch some porn. Thinking if of anybody out there sympathizes with me, please write to me. I need help. Yeah, you need help hooking me and your mom up. No, I need help getting rid of Especially you. Especially see until Sausage Fest is coming. All right, boys and girls, this next one here I call the Sisterhood of Death. And they operated between 1983 throughout 1989. Vienna, Austria is a beautiful place to visit. And back in 1835, the, La- the Lanes General Hospital was built. It's the fourth largest hospital in Vienna, Austria. At the hospital, Pavilion 5 is re- reserved for those patients that are elderly for the most part. So people are dying, and it's not all that uncommon. They're terminally ill. And, right. You know, they're, they're going to be uh, checking out. Yeah. Well, we have a little Miss Waltrude Wagner try pronouncing that fucking name because i had to work on it Jesus. what waltrude wagner waltrude i've never freaking heard that name before me neither like ever you know it's it's kind of like some of the names that we come across that we say his name is bob now because like he's got one consonant <laughs> and 35 <laughs> vowels yeah he's got 35 vowels in his name yeah dr v from joseph Mengele. i couldn't pronounce that name to save my life yeah i don't i don't even think he can i think he probably just my name's dr v yeah so anyway, Walt, Waltrude was a nurse's aide working the graveyard shit at shit at shift. Jeez. The graveyard shit, huh? That happens to me. Depends on how I late know. the show goes. At Lane's. And she was in her mid-20s when she recruited a few other women that worked with her to help her with her deeds of death. She got the idea of killing patients when a 77-year-old patient asked her to end her life so she didn't have to suffer anymore. Wagner was help, happy to help out and gave her an overdose of morphine. Hey, what a way to go, though, right? No shit. Because no. I think morphine, when I was on that, uh, when I had testicular torsion, I still felt the pain, but honestly, I didn't give a shit. See, and I think that's how my dad was at the end. Yeah, morphine. His wonderful. eyes were glassy. It, it was so is funny. Wonderful. Like the doctor seriously could have come in because I was rushed to the ER. Uh, when, when I had testicular torsion, he could have said, okay, we're going to remove your nuts and uh, part of your ear. I'd be like, yeah, hey, 
Yeah, you gotta do what you gotta do, right? Uh, what are you gonna use? Oh, that's it's all rusty and contaminated. That scalpel? Eh, fuck it. <laughs> fuck it. I'm on morphine. Yeah, that's not my <laughs> I don't issue. care. <laughs> so she loved the feeling of playing God and holding uh, life and death in her hands, which we see a lot. Um, it was also too nice to keep from sharing with her friends her little secret. Yeah. As time went on, Wagner would, record, would recruit three of her workmates to help her out. Maria Gruber, Irene Lidoff, and Stefanon, S-T-E-P-H-A-N-I-J-A. That's what's... St- it's Stefania. Is that what that is? Yeah. Oh, Stefania Mayer. I, I should have asked you first, and I could have said, oh, I know what this name is, instead of sound like a jackass. <laughs> it's all good. Yeah, Stefania. So they all worked the graveyard shift at Pavilion 5. What year was this again? This is between 1983 and 1989. Oh, okay. I vape so that way there I can do the show. And I like the taste of this vape juice. Wagner was a, was a sadistic leader of the Sisterhood of Killers, and her three accomplices were her willing students to learn how to do this. Oh, I bet. Wagner instructed them in the art of giving um, overdose of drugs that would kill their elderly patients. Also what was known as the water cure. So I'm going to explain the water cure to you here in just one moment. Are you, ty- are you correcting a typo? I did. It put treatment, and it's not a treatment. They call it the water cure. Mm-hmm. So I got one more spot. Sorry, boys and girls, because don't get high and right. Um, the water cure was where they would hold the victim's nose closed and use a tongue depressor to push their tongue down so they had to they had a fully open uh yeah. esophagus and pour water down into their lungs into their stomach and lungs Ugh. until they drowned oh my gosh and here's the thing it was really common for elderly patients to die from like fluid on their lungs yeah from, they're, they're, yeah they're pneumonia Ill. and stuff like yeah yeah it's very common so mm-hmm. everybody's like oh shit they just have a bunch of water in their lungs hey another one bites the dust i guess that's just wow. a hard what a way to cover your tracks though yeah it's, it's actually pretty ingenious i never thought i'd say that yeah so at least you know she thought hey she didn't use, use our stick <laughs> i knew where you were going i was gonna say the same thing yep <laughs> So in that part there, I'm kinda, I, I kind of like him because none of these bitches used arsenic or insulin. Because <laughs> that's exactly where my mind went. Hey, didn't use arsenic. Arsenic and insulin, man. So that I got to give you guys. You, you guys don't get a sugar tits award, surprisingly. Yeah. Hey, if you would have used arsenic, you would have. If you hey. would have gotten, yeah, that or insulin, I would have said you guys are sugar tits. But uh, hey, no, you don't get You know what? We got to have a sugar tits of the year award. A, a sugar tits of the week award. We do. You know, yeah. and then at the end, at the end of the year, we should have a sugar tits of the year. Oh, my God. That's a brilliant <laughs> idea. I like that. So, anywho, they were soon, uh, they, they were running Pavilion 5 more like a concentration camp instead of a medical ward. Wow. And if they had any patients that were annoying them or their families even annoyed them, um, they, they're out. They're gone. Wow. Yeah, like the Gestapo going on, right? But, and some of the things that would annoy them are things like snoring. Or refusing to take their medicine, or soiling their sheets, or even buzzing the nurses' station for help at an inconvenient time and complaining. Wow. They're an annoyance. They are out of here. You know, we did that at Auschwitz as well. It is <laughs> amazing. When they threw the blankets off of themselves, and like that one guy. Well, it is amazing because the Jews, they stopped complaining very quickly. Did we they? like that. I hate yeah. you. 
<clears throat> oftentimes Wagner would carry out her her murderous ways alone if they annoyed her. She didn't mm-hmm. give a shit. She wasn't like calling up like, "Hey Maria, come over here and like." I need your help. Yeah, she's like, "Oh no, this motherfucker gone. Don't have to worry about buzz it, well, buzz my nurse's station while I'm trying to drink a cup of coffee." How no dare shit, you? Yo. So through the years, however, the murders kept uh, they were kept under wraps, right? And no one knew that there was a problem until 1987. So yeah, they operated quite a long time, right? No shit. This is when Mayor. Uh, Steffi, Stefajana, whatever her name. Is. Yeah. Uh, Stefania. Yeah, Stefania. She rounded out the group. That's when she got brought into the group. So Wagner still remained uh, uh, the head executor of the of, of the of the group, right? So soon, Pavilion Five would be known as the Pavilion of Death, and the body count was rising. And we were spreading that the patients that the patients were dying at an alarming rate. Right, because even with a high mortality rate amongst the elderly, there's still a lull. Right, you, you know. know? You're, you're, well, from what I read um, from uh, a thing on medical uh, serial killers, and it's called uh, the so-called Angels of Mercy. Yeah, is. What they're looking for is there, there, there's several factors, but um, so let's say that you're working at Pavilion Five and and your percentage, your your death rate percentage per week is twenty percent, right? Just to throw out a number, twenty percent of your of your patients kick off. Yeah, on, normally, normally, right? You know, so that can fluctuate. Yes, sometimes you're going to have thirty percent of them. Sometimes yeah. you're going to have ten. Yeah, but when you go from like twenty percent. And all of a sudden, hey, it's consistently thirty percent now all the time. Yeah, there's or, a there's a problem. Yeah, and it's not just it's never going back to uh, averaging twenty. It's averaging thirty, forty, fifty percent. Right. That's when now, nowadays, not back then, that they take notice and they go, hey, 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 there's something going on here. Right. You know, and even if there isn't something going on, they still investigate. We need to investigate. We we right. got to see what's going on because at the end of the day. Doctors care about their patients. Correct. And that's something Because I mean, lots important. of them take that Hippocratic Oath very seriously. They do, you know, mm-hmm. and I'm fortunate enough, and I mentioned uh, Dr. Uh, uh, Cameron Coffey that I had before I switched insurances, um, and he's a nurse practitioner, one of the best medical right. professionals that I've ever had, wonderful guy. There's, there's people like him that truly care about truly, yeah. my, that cared about my health, my well-being, not just physically, but mentally. Right. Great guy. Okay, so. In February of 1989, this sisterhood of death had been overheard as they giggled about giving an elderly patient the water cure. And the doctor that overheard him was horrified. Just freaking horrified. He went straight to the cops. Yeah, he went straight to the cops like he should. Yeah. Thank you for not just investigating and firing them. Right, exactly, because we've seen that like with Colin. Colin's, shit ton of times. Colin's case disgusts me because he mm-hmm. went through so many fucking hospitals and like, hey, look, we know you're up to something. Don't do it here. Yeah, here's same your, with here's, Hogel and Harvey and right. all of them. Here's your glowing recommendation because yeah. we think that you did a good job, but get out of here. No, fuck you guys. You guys should be just as liable. Exactly. If not more so. Oh, coffee. Thank you, coffee goddess. I know. I was thinking the same thing. I'm like, oh. I didn't want to say coffee gasm, but thank you. (laughs) 
So a six-week investigation uh, followed. And on April 7th of 89, all four of them were arrested. So they confessed to over 40 murders in all. And some people speculate that the, that the number was actually closer to 400 murders. Okay. The prosecution, however, failed to prove that they killed as many as they claimed. Uh, they did manage to prove that they, uh, that they killed. They had killed, however. Oh, they had managed to prove that they had killed some people. Right. And Wagner got life in prison. The other murderous women got between 15 and six years each. Depending on, like some said, okay. Their participation yeah, level. Yeah, their participation level. So get this, you ready? In July of 2008, Wagner was released early from prison. And as far as I can tell, she's still walking free today. Good job, Vienna, Austria. Good job. Okay, Vienna, That's, Austria gets our sugar tits. Yeah, you guys. Of the day. You, your, your little city in your country there, yeah. you guys get the sugar tits award because yeah. that's ridiculous. You, I think that they should have executed them. That's just Well, me. and that's how you and I feel about a lot of these places that don't have the death penalty. Even if they don't have it on a regular basis, make exceptions. They well, should have a clause that allows for an exception to that my, rule. Well, because in my head, I think you've lived all of your life, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, now you're, you're, you're in this Pavilion 5. You're, you're vulnerable. You're super vulnerable. You're sick to begin with. And then these cunts are going to give you this water cure. Be, yeah, the, because you pushed a call like one too many times. Or... Right. And they're going to drown you. That's going to be terrifying. Yeah. Absolutely fucking terrifying. Yeah. My biggest fear is drowning or being buried alive. My biggest fear is uh, somebody biting my penis. That's uh, it right there. It's, <laughs> like it could be piranhas. It could be a stranger. Oh my God, stop. It could be a straight. I could be walking down the street going, okay. Stop, stop. I, have I don't to, need that image in my head, but thank you. Thank I could, you. <laughs> I could be in LA going, oh, okay. I got to go to the studio over here. Hey, there's a straight. Why is he on all fours? Ah, oh, don't bite my penis. That's my fear. No, you're going to have the little, the little, um, uh, virus thing swim up your stream and oh, that's foul <laughs> gangrenous in your junk you know what junk. you're going to church you want to know why you need jesus that's <laughs> you're why you're gonna have gangrenous junk <laughs> oh that's my fear man i like my penis i love myself right now i'm so happy <laughs> and that would make your mom really sad yeah probably not but okay <laughs> Very. so my last story for today is about a collection we all have things that we collect. I collect guitars, amps, and Pez dispensers. Don't judge me, by the way. Don't fucking judge me. I love I Pez dispensers. I collect shot glasses. Yeah, that's right. You collect shot, shot glasses. Mm-hmm. Um, so this next story is about a collection of photographs that a nurse took uh, of herself next to her patients after they had died. I call this story a picture to die for. Yeah, she was weird. She was, as I read more and more about her. See, and I only know, I mean, like I said, I had started to research her, but um, yeah, she was like, she disgusted me. Oh, yeah, because it wasn't just the pictures that she took Mm -mm. next to the dead patients, like if they were terminally ill, and we're not talking like, hey, Photoshop. No, she was like posing and Posing and thumbs up and having a good time. Putting them on Instagram and Twitter. That was disgusting. Daniela. Pug. I knew you were going to ask me this. Hang on. I have her name right here. Pagiali. Pa- is it Pagiali? Or yeah. Pog- yeah, Pagiali. Yeah, Pagiali. Yeah. Was a nurse that worked in a few places in Italy. In a three-month period between 38, uh, uh, right around 38 of her 86 patients had died. Wow, that's almost half. Yeah. So pretty good kill rate right there, right? Yeah. 
it was reported that she killed them because they were annoying. And we're going to get into that. I want you guys to all remember things that I'm saying, like why they killed them, because we're going to get into that in a couple if minutes. If that were the best excuse people to have, you'd be dead a long time ago. No shit. Like, for real, man, people would have killed me and Fred Meyer today. <laughs> oh, I believe you. I believe this nice little coffee goddess would help me murder you right now. I am surprised that my coffee goddess has not murdered me in the last eight years. Mm, well. Like, seriously, I would have fucking stabbed me. Many a time. Well, you know. Your time's coming, Scott. Oh, I know. I know. But not before I take your yes, mom to my way sausage before fest. That. <laughs> <clears throat> so she claimed that she hadn't killed anyone at all and that she was convicted simply because they took pictures of her uh, next to her patient's corpses. And she'd also take pictures, like I said, next to uh, with her patients that were uh, terminally ill. Right. Um, she she had said that the pictures were were not her idea, and it was the idea of one of her coworkers. And she also said that, that the pictures were supposed to be private, just between her and her coworker. Then why right? did she post them on Twitter? Oh, we'll get to that. And that she never thought that they would be circulated. But she circulated them herself. I was going to say, they were on her fucking account. Yeah, on her social media. Yeah. Dumb bitch. So she'd been at, in and out of court for about six years, starting in 2014. Right. Okay, so keep that one in mind. Oh, yeah. So if it started then, 2020, that's when that all ended, right? She she claimed that she hadn't killed any patients. and Oh, the claim was that she had killed patients that she, like I said, found annoying or that she found her family was annoying. Mm-hmm. The prosecution said that she had 40 kills. Well, the prosecution would fail in their efforts to put her behind bars, though. In March 2016, she was convicted of the murders and sentenced to life in prison. And a year later, she was acquitted of those charges yeah. and she was once again free. <sighs> oh, oh. But we were saving the best for last, of as always. Okay, just good. like me with your mom. That's the last I read. Just like so. me with your mom after sausage fest. Oh my god! The best for last. Showing her the Greek, the Greek sausage. I hate you. You're welcome. She told, I had a good night. She told the media that she was uh, that she was being made out to be something that she was not, and now she's going to get her life back because she's been released, right? Well, the prosecution they didn't give up. They re-examined the body of 95-year-old Massimo Montanari. God damn, get English names. Montanari. Okay. That, that, that works. And they found that he had high levels of potassium chloride in his body, Ooh. which is a drug that's used here in the U.S. as part of a three-drug uh, injection for yeah. lethal injections. So she was taken back to court, and they found her guilty of his death. And she was sentenced to 30 years behind bars. That's it. She ain't never getting out. She's yeah, that's true. When she does, she See, and I just saw sick. pictures of her just like cheesing it up for the cameras and yeah, shit. Yeah, with the thumbs just up. disgusted and, me. Yeah. It's like, you know what? Ugh. It's like fucking Homolka all over again. No, no nothing's like Homolka. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Now that you mentioned that cunt, and I say it every time, she can fuck herself and somebody should hit her with a bus. <laughs> with a bus? With a bus. And over. then pee down her mouth as she Dude, dies. I'm trying to drink coffee. She's disgusting. Oh. She really is. When you organize the rape of your own yeah. fucking sister. Exactly. Yeah. Freaking ridiculous. While your parents are asleep upstairs on Christmas. On Christmas. Yeah. 
Yeah. So, I read an article. Let's try that again. Take two. I read an article that was featured on Crime Traveler. The title was Medical Serial Killers, so-called Angels of Mercy. That's what I said earlier, right? In this article, it had a few doctors that researched why medical professionals kill their patients. Yeah. It was interesting to find that they listed some categories of killers in the medical field. Okay. That's what caught my eye. I'm surprised I haven't come across that article. So number one, thrill seekers. And these are the medical professionals that get a thrill from killing and they they like it so much, it gives them such a thrill. Right. They keep doing it over and over again until they finally get caught. Right, which I believe Hogel was. Resurrection Rambo. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I agree. Sorry, moving my ashtray. and trying to... I, I need a bigger desk. <sighs> I need a bigger fucking desk. You need a bigger something. Not a wiener. I didn't say that, and why did you go there? Because your mom's going to love the sausage fest. I hate you. So the second one is one that you featured, power-oriented. Yeah. And Dr. Harold Shipman mm-hmm. falls under this category. Very much so. And they, 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 they get this feeling of power, of absolute power, when they're killing their victims. Yeah, he had power not only of them, but over controlling their families on whether they sought an autopsy or not and shit like that. Exactly. So, yeah. Total, like a megalomaniac, yeah, power. Was, yeah. Yeah. So the next one is gain motivated. And these killers get something from the killing from their patients. It could be that they're no longer a burden to them. Right. Um, and they just want them out of their care or even to steal money or other belongings from their right. patients. So the next one is kind of really rare. See, and I heard the monetary gain one was really rare too. So it goes, yeah, it goes under the gain motivated still though. Cause yeah. it's something monetary. So the next one is super rare, but it does happen. Um, and it's called missionary killers. And I thought it was going to have position after that. And I was going to say they're boring. <laughs> Shut up. What? I don't know. I've, I've never heard that category. That's why I, neither I'm... had I. And I read that. And I went, really? Tell me more. Yeah, and Cause I've had, heard the other ones and it had nothing to do with porn. It was didn't uh, surprisingly, you know, I'm surprising since you're mentioning it doesn't. <laughs> So this is a much lesser group of people as far as the numbers of medical professionals that fall under this category. The people that kill those, that these people kill people that they feel are they're, they're lesser than themselves uh, or they're immoral. Oh, so like we feel gain did. Right. Ed Gein. Ed Gein, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and from what I understand, it's, it's like they're on a mission from God. Okay, yeah, that makes sense now. And uh, then they, uh, then... Again, I feel that most of the people that we featured on Medical Mondays have a God complex. I believe most of them do have a God complex on some root level. Yeah. But, yeah, no, totally. Um, yeah, but that, wow. I never thought of it that way in the medical field. Yeah. I was. I, I, I mean, I can see it in, the other, in our other genres that we do, our other days, but not in the medical field. I yeah. never... Um, so there were 16 cases that were studied by Dr. Yardling and Dr. Wilson. Mm-hmm. And they pointed out that while the death rates were higher than average in these cases, um, while the medical professionals were on shift, that no one should uh, take uh, just one of the traits to determine the guilt right. of another medical professional. This is true. And they highlighted the information should be taken and viewed as a whole and not just one trait alone to implicate right. one person. Okay. 
I got my private notes, my my end notes. Oh dear God. I hate it when you get that look in your eye because you're either going to be really, really dumb or really, really thought-provoking. So while Tammy's mom's wearing this Catwoman, <laughs> I fucking hate you. I've got some butter and uh, lit- and uh, what? And some Western oil. I fucking hate. No, you. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I I just love that look. Makes my day. I'm going to end uh, end this episode with this thought. There's a lot of great doctors and nurses out there in Very every country. So. Most of them really care about the well-being of their patients, even when it seems to they're, that they're being a pain in the ass by telling you not to smoke or to lose weight. Can you figure out where I got that one from? Because I shouldn't smoke and I probably should lose weight. Dr. I got a Coffee? Big ass. Yeah. I was going to say, one of the best nurses out there, and to this day, even though she was retired, was my mother. I mean, she was one of the best nurses out there. Cameron was awesome because every time he even broached that, he would look at me and go, so how's the smoking going? And, I'm, you know, I've always been trying to cut back. He's like, okay, at least you're trying to cut back. And, you know, you probably should maybe get on a different diet. And like when he got me on my crazy pills, he said, well, one of the side effects is it helps you lose weight. And, uh, but not me because I don't, I don't eat because of depression. I'd eat because fucking. You I, like to eat food. I fucking like food. I know, right? Anyway, that's their job after all, to help you stay healthy. One of my favorite doctors, and we're going to talk about him right now, uh, that I had was a nurse practitioner by the name of Cameron Coffey. Shout out to Cameron. Over at Vancouver Clinic in Salmon Creek, Washington. No shit. No. Well, they, not everybody knows where Salmon Creek is or where well, the hell is Oh, I guess Vancouver, too. Could and we be got a pretty else. good reach. We're in a, almost this is every we're in a country. lot we're around of countries. Yep, the last name of coffee, and that was the reason why I actually chose him. I believe it. I can honestly say that I would and did trust him with my life. Since, mm-hmm. since then, I've changed insurance companies, and I have a new doctor. I go to the doctor so rarely that I can't remember what her name is. I know she's a female doctor, but yeah, that's all I know. I've had great luck with having some amazing medical professionals in my adult life, yeah. and I know that they really did care about my well-being. It only takes a few bad apples to ruin the bunch, as, this, as the saying goes. And I'm asking everyone to take our medical episodes with a grain of salt. At yeah, the, but do your research, too. At the same time, pay attention to anything that you think might be a little mm-hmm. shady. And for God's sakes, don't be afraid to ask questions. No. And don't ask it to the person that you think is being shady, by the way. No, and remember this. They work for you. Yeah. Go, yeah. To, their, go to another nurse. That's go right. Go to their, their supervisor. It, yeah. It, Nothing can happen to you by asking a question. Nothing. That's my bottom line with that. You know, Nothing. say, hey, I noticed that, you know, nurse over here is kind of doing this and this. Can you explain to me why? Yeah. And if it's legit, then it's legit. Because, hey, yeah, I'm not totally. a doctor. You know? Totally. But that other medical professional might sit there and go, oh, what? They're doing... That makes no sense at why they would you see. And that that. happened to a friend of mine, a really good friend of mine, um, because she was young when she had her first child and her OBGYN for the first child did some really shady shit. And she didn't realize it until she got pregnant with her next one. She was like, well, don't we have to do this, this and this? And they're like, no, why? And she goes, well, that's what we did before. And she goes, "Uh, that is not normal. You know, so (laughs) it's like she didn't know. Right. Exactly. I had the uh, OBGYN when Jake was born. Mm-hmm. cracking up so much that he couldn't take pictures. So I, I go to 
the appointments with his mom mm-hmm. while she's praying. They get her up in the stirrups and he takes out this camera. And I, I looked at him and then, yes, I've been trying to get her to do that for months. And he just starts <laughs> cracking up. Uh, Damn, I didn't know all I needed was some stirrups and a, yeah, and a, a medical and a table. <laughs> Shit. I would have bought one of those. He's just, he's all, he's all, Scott, Scott, you, you got to stop. I just kept cracking. Just, I, I can't even hold the camera steady. Yeah. Okay. You're so bad. These, I just, I need to take these pictures. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. No. No, ask questions. And, you know, and just because they're a doctor doesn't mean that you don't know your body either. So. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, that is my, that's my big old freaking PSA on every medical Monday is do your research. Yeah, exactly. I've been blessed with some very good doctors, uh, but I've also had some pretty shady ones. So. Yeah, I, I, in my adult life, I don't think I've had one shady doctor with the exception of going to, and I'm going to, I know that they're going to sue me, Concentra. I, they're a huge yeah, I've heard of them. operation. And I go down there to get my medical card for driving right? because um, I have a CDL renewed. And I've, I've been going to them for years because the company that I work for, for my day job, they pay for it. Right. I go in there. They knew that I was on Wellbutrin. I put it down. I've said exactly why I use it, the whole the whole thing. Then all of a sudden, the doctor who comes in, he's an older guy, but he looks like a soap opera doctor. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He's a dick. Just comes in. He's just being just a pissy little bitch. And then he goes, oh, well, I can't give you a medical card. I'm like, well, why not? Well, you're on Wellbutrin. Your doctor has to sign off on that. Dude, I have been coming here for years and years and years. You guys haven't said dick. And all of a sudden... Now it's a problem. That's weird. And the shitty part was Cameron was on vacation. Oh, no. Yeah. So it took an act of God See, to get that done. I was, I was so bad before my doctor retired that when he'd go on vacation, he'd let me know a week in advance. And he'd go, I'm going to be on vacation just so you know. And I'm like, okay. I would, have asked, I, I would have asked Cameron if I could go with him. I liked him that much. See, my doctor just knew that, you know, because I don't like any other doctors. Still to this day, don't. Trying to find another one. Cameron was so hilarious when I was still married to my ex-wife. I go, dude, I need you to record something from because I was in there for uh, a torn muscle in my shoulder. And I and he recorded a message that I posted on Facebook that that told her to quit beating me or that my shoulder will never get better. <laughs> oh my god, no! It was hilarious, hilarious, and all that the ex-wife could sit there and tell me was, "How the hell did you even get to do that? Get him to do that?" I said, "Man, my doctor loves me." Yeah, no shit, yo. <laughs> no, my doctor would tell, always tell me, "Go, I'm just letting you know, I'm going to be on vacation, so if anything happens, and I'm just like, okay, fine." <laughs> All right. Do you have any questions about this? Uh, any of our three stories? No, I don't think so. I think you, actually you kind of covered them really well. I'm proud yeah, of I thought that I did too. That it was that article. I was really fascinated by it. Um, I'll try to I'll try to send it over to you. Yeah. It uh, it's a really good. It's got percentages of you know of how many. I'm surprised I haven't come across it yet. Yeah, I totally by accident. Totally by accident. So a lot of my research is too totally by accident. <laughs> All right, boys and girls, this has been Brutal Nation. Remember, check out the website at www.twistedbluellc.com. Click on that Amazon button if you're going to shop on Amazon because it helps out the uh, the shows and uh, doesn't cost you anything extra. It's just a nice friggin' thing to do. Come on, help a brother out. <laughs> you don't Yo. have your ghetto card. Oh, yeah. Stop it. Wait, I'll be rolling. No, dude, you do not. I'm going to roll. I'm going to put spinners on my truck. Oh God! That's my next us. my next goal. I'm gonna put big old gold spinners on there, Lord and since it's a me. four by four and it's raised already, I'm gonna lower it. Lord help me! And then I want to put like a hey, air if you shocks. lower it, then my mom can get in it. 
She'll be able, I told you, I'm going to help her in by grabbing her waist and her butt and give her a little boosty boost. Hand might slip, but not my problem. I think I'm going to throw up a little bit right here. <laughs> you can send us an email at BrutalNation at TwistedBlueLLC.com. You gave me that look like I was going to fuck it up. I did. Almost thought you were. But yeah. I'm, I'm, you know what? You're on. You're like Johnny on the spot today. Woo! <laughs> NASCAR. Um, Day off did you good. It did. <clears throat> uh, check us. Uh, check out our blogs, by the way. Uh, we're on Medium and Crime Beat. That's on Medium. Uh, we're also picked up by a couple of other publications, but that's the major one, yeah. Right. Well, we, we have... We keep getting distributed. We yes, get a lot of distribution. Yeah, we're getting from more distribution. Different publications, and honestly, it's, it's really hard to keep track of all yeah. of them because there, there's quite the number of them. Um, vocal media and hub pages. Also, just type in at Brutal Nation. Boom, pulls up our stuff. And the best part, as I always say, is you get all the information without having to put up with my bullshit. Yeah, and all my jokes. And unless you like to hear about no, the day they do not between Tammy's mom and me. They do not. Oh, by the way, I found a place for her to sit. Right here. Yeah. Fucking I hate you. Did I rub my goatee? I hate you. My little tickler. I need a, I need a knife. <laughs> I will stab you right here and now. I feel the love. Yeah. I feel the love. There's like a disturbance in the forest, but I feel the love. Yeah. <laughs> All right, boys and girls. This show is copyrighted 2021 by Twisted Blue LLC. All rights reserved, and we will talk to you boys and girls later. Remember, we do care and we do love you guys. Please send us some emails to tell us, uh, hey, you know what? Even if there's somebody that we haven't featured that you want us to feature. Yes. Hey, shoot it at us, man, because we don't know everything. We don't know every serial killer. No. And we rely on you. Yeah. For a lot of things. Yeah. All right, boys and girls, we're going to say bye-bye. Bye. Bye.